0: Six You're listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. I hope you're enjoying today's show. I'm hoping I'm giving you something to think about and ponder on for the upcoming week. If you've been a long-time listener to this show, you you know I'm I don't talk about negatively about a lot of people. But there is something I want to address because when your boss is Glenn Beck, and regardless of your opinions of him, Glenn is a is a wonderful wonderful man. He is he's kind, he's generous, he's a friend, but he's also very humble. And you've, if you've been watching him for the last four years, maybe, three, four years, you've kind of seen him at different times apologize for some of his past antics. Some of, some of the stuff he's done. Some of the stuff I've liked, some of the stuff I haven't. But he, anytime he goes over the line, he'll always apologize. And he's apologized to both members of the right who he's offended and members of the left. And the left always listens to the apology, but never kind of understands that maybe they've done something wrong. He's done interviews recently even where, well, there is no one on the left that you know went as far as you did. Well, I want to point out a couple of people. I don't know, maybe this is me being a, a grand puppet master or just the way I see the world, but I don't care about left and right. These two people... In, an, in the way I see a world, in a common-sense sane world, where anything makes sense, these two people should be pretty much demonized and ostracized from society. And I don't mean in a violent way, in a get your pitchforks way. I just mean no one should offer these two people work ever again. Ever. 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 Again. Because, I, I don't know how I'm going to get through this segment, quite honestly, but I need to address these two idiots, and I keep using this word but it doesn't go fur- it does not go as far as I would like to say if I didn't have a moral compass and I didn't have rules and regulations of words I cannot 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 use on this show I would go a lot further but it's not who I am but you think of the worst insulting demeaning words you can find and I would apply it to these two people I want to talk about 9 11 was a horrific day in your country. And dare I say it in the world? It is a horrific day where nearly 3,000 people lost their lives. It is the same as the most recent attack in St. Petersburg, Russia. It is the same as the horrific attacks in Paris, in London. These are horrific days in the history of the world. 9-11 was a day I'll never forget. 9-11 changed the world. Whether you want to admit it or not, it changed the world we live in. Whether you're an American, whether you're an Irishman, or whether you're a European, or whether you're an Australian. It changed the world. And if you want to call yourself a human, you have to understand that. I don't know anyone who could watch what happened on 9/11 and not get emotional. But as we now because you know well 9/11 John was this year it'll be 16 years ago it's it's become a distant memory. And it seems when things become distant memories it's okay to use them for political arguments. It's okay to lose the sensitivity around the 3000 people dying. Well, in a world that I think has sane and common sense, these two people deserve to be ostracized, if anyone deserves to be ostracized. Especially in a world where we hate people who, oh, you're a baker and you don't bake a wedding cake for a gay person, you're hated, you're vile, you're evil. No, I just don't want to bake a wedding cake. In a world where, if you dare believe what I believe in the individual, you're a wacko and nutjob and a teabagger. Well, if I'm all of those, the two people I want to talk to you about now are a hundred times worse. Step forward, person number one, Rosie O'Donnell. You vile, sick, twisted person. If you've been... I'm lucky enough to know who Rosie O'Donnell is. She used to be on The View. Anytime, just look at her timeline and you'll get a sense of what ugly, ugly person this woman is. And just for all the people out there, when I say she's an ugly, ugly person, I don't mean about her looks, I mean her insides. Who she is as a person, her soul. So the other day, a couple of days ago, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, she tweeted out... In response to a Neil Gorsuch tweet, so is something is someone waiting to tap in when I when you tap out because I am up, not a, not asleep since 11 9 or 9 11. So basically, what she has done is she has compared the horrific events of 9 11, where 3,000 people lost their lives and countless others were affected. Where men and women, where children lost their father, lost their mother, lost their sister, their brother, their uncles. Had a lasting impact on their lives. Not to mention the amount of people who have suffered in the years after 9-11. Who ran down there to be a first responder. And have had breathing problems and, and health problems ever since all the thousands upon thousands upon thousands hundreds of thousands probably people who were affected by 9-11 it didn't matter your race there were black people there were white people there were gay people there were straight people there were transgendered people there were young people there were old people there were rich people there were poor people everyone was affected by 9-11 And yet, to Rosie O'Donnell, she has the audacity to, say 9, to compare 9-11 to an election result. Are you seriously kidding me? To my friends on the left who are so open and, and so tolerant and so, you know, nice... The next time Glenn Beck comes to you and says he's sorry for some of the stuff, your answer right now should be, well, we're sorry for Rosie O'Donnell. If you have any dignity, honor, or respect, that should be your answer. You don't joke about 9-11, and you sure as hell don't compare 9-11 to a political event of an election of anyone. Whether it be Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, or even Bernie Sanders, or anyone. It was nice to see some of the tweets that were responded to her. So according to you, Trump's election was the same as people losing their minds. Damn, you need help. Yes, yeah, she does. She needs a lot of it. Yes, Rosie, because not, you not agreeing with our current president equates to the tragedy of 9-11. Wow, just wow. It was nice to see them. There's an article on The Blaze if you want to go check it out. It was up there from earlier in the week. But if that wasn't maddening enough, I don't know which is worse. I want to take you to a story which was in MRC. And I'm going to read something to you because, you know, we're always told that, you know, well, colleges are are there to test you. Colleges are there to to get you thinking outside the box. Colleges are there. They're, they're a noble institute. Colleges are wonderful. You know, and if you don't go to college, you're sometimes a, somehow a loser. Or you can never, you know, be as good as, as people who did go to college. Well, it, you see, that's not quite true because... This, I don't know how I'm going to read this to you, but let's, let's try. So a professor at Iowa State University, Iowa State University. If this guy still has a job, I, I really don't know how. I, I just, it, we live in, a, in, a, in an uncommon sense world. But imagine being the parent of a student who was given this assignment. And I'm going to read a description for you, and it's only a pity I haven't got nice background music or, you know, soothing music in the background, you know, to set the, the ambiance for this question, for this assignment. And here, and I quote, this is an assignment that was given to college kids. Write a paper that gives a historical account of 9-11 from the perspective of the terrorist network. In other words, how Al-Qaeda... Or a non-Western historian describe, might describe what happened. Use your imagination and make it as interesting as you like. There is no correct answer here. Just your ability to look at what we consider a heinous action from another's perspective. Don't worry about the fact you don't agree with the terrorists. The point of the exercise is to consider completely Different perspectives. Huh. Actually, with the greatest respect to this idiot James Stroman, who is the lecturer of international studies, there is a correct answer here. And I don't care whether you're an American, whether you're European, whether you're gay or straight, whether you're transgendered, whether you're young or old, whether you're black or white, whether you're rich or poor, whether you're Western, or non-Western. Whether you're Al-Qaeda. Or whether you're a Christian. Whether you're an atheist. Or a deist. Or anyone. There is a right answer here, folks. It's not very hard. No matter what way you look at this. No matter what your world view is. Flying a plane into a building and killing 3,000 people is wrong. I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I've been preachy here. But there is a right answer. It's called, Killing Innocent People Is Wrong. Let's try that again, just for all the people out there who didn't hear it. Killing innocent people, on purpose, is wrong. But is this, you go to college, you pay all the student money, and I don't know how much it is to go to Iowa State. I don't know whether it's a rich college or a poor college, and I don't care. But can you imagine being a parent... Can you imagine even being a student knowing that you sat through this? You have all these student loans. You're going to be in debt for 5, 10, 20 years. And the reason you're paying to have all that debt is to write historical papers giving a historical account of 9-11 from the perspective of a terrorist. Really? Is that money well spent? Now, if you want to look at it from different points of view, go for it. But let us not think there is no right answer from a terrorist point of view. There is no justification. And it doesn't, this is not about 9-11 or New York or America. There is no justification for hijacking a plane and fly, flying it into a building or into a place where innocent people will die. Knowing innocent people will die. There is no justification for that. Absolutely none. I don't care whether you're in America, whether you're a Russian, whether you're a European, any of them. There is very much a right answer. But in this world that has no common sense, that is just totally upside down. This passes as well. This is critical thought, John. This is this is this is this is how we liberal smarty pants think. You know, we look at it from everyone's point of view. Really? Well, then guess, call me ignorant because I don't want to look at it from the point of view as a terrorist and what they might have thought. Maybe it's just me and maybe I am a wacko and a nutjob or a moron or an idiot or maybe I'm just a teabagger. Or a purist or an ideologue, all those words that people insult me with. I think life is precious. 9-11 was a horrific day in your history. And in the world's history. I don't want to compare it to an election result. And I sure as hell don't want to think about what a terrorist might have thought. And I sure as hell don't want to be in a world where people write this type of stuff knowing there is no correct answer. Because there is very much a correct answer. But lastly, this is something I would ask you to think about. We need to raise our kids in a way that gives them the courage to stand up for what is right. We live in a world, whether you like it or not, in 2017, where everything is pretty much made permanent. Can you imagine, take the, the most innocent person that you know, who's a bit naive, who who's studying international studies at ISU, and takes and answers that question, and let's say they just follow the guidelines, they used their imagination, they didn't think there was a, a not correct answer, they just went with it, and they made an argument for that terrorist. Can you imagine... That person then in 20 years running for government. Can you imagine. That if that paper got released. What people would say and think. Even though all they did was follow the requirements. All they did was what their instructor. And the professor asked them to do. We need to talk to our future kids. And the next generation. And make it clear to them that. If you don't want to answer something, don't answer it. Because everything you do has consequences in this world. And it would be such a shame in 10 or 15 years or 20 years seeing a good person who just followed what their instructor said and wrote this paper get destroyed in the media and the culture that promotes this, that sees no wrong in this. But if they happen to be a conservative and they wrote this and they found it, My God, could you imagine the headlines CNN or MSNBC would run? Yet they are the very people who promote this culture. In many ways we are playing a rigged game. But we need to understand that. And when you understand that, and you understand the game and the platform you're playing, and we raise our kids and future generations to understand that and play it carefully, you can still win i got to take one last quick break, America. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about Easter and give you a bit of a, an Easter message and give you some, some insight into the world that I see today and what we, or what I, am going to try and do to change it. Don't go anywhere, America. I'll be right back. Thank you so much for listening to this short clip from the Freedom's Disciple podcast from last Saturday. I hope you enjoyed the content. Please subscribe for free on SoundCloud iTunes, or Google Play Music by searching Freedom's Disciple, where new content is released every Saturday at 12 noon Eastern. God bless.
0: This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network.